You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. <laughs> buns, buns, buns. Put the fucking mic on. Fucking mic, on. mic is on. Joe cracked it on. Yalehu. It's us, your favorite time traveling teen magazine podcast, Girly Mags. Boop, boop. Whether you're a longtime listener or a brand new teeny bopper, we're here to serve up some quote raucously funny retrospect on life in the 90s and 2000s. Today we are covering Twist Magazine, April 2002. We're going to talk about the five finger discount, scandalous behaviors, same sex sweethearts, and everyone's favorite topic. Or at least mine, and probably D's sex toys. Uh, and so we've had some feedback recently, and I just want to clear something up. Apparently, some people can't tell James or Rowie apart, <laughs> so I'm going to do an impression of each one of them so you can <laughs> differentiate. Oh, my God. James sounds like, I was still drinking today until we're halfway down the podcast. Mm, beer. And Rowie's like, Hold on, is it cool if I roll a joint or no? I got a joint here, man. I've been saving for a special occasion. <laughs> wow. Anyways, you uh, first are... of all, your impression for, for James... up with everyone. Your impression for James should have been 17 times faster, and your impression for Rowie should have been 17 times slower. You want to do it? You go Is ahead. that Daryl Hannah over there? Wait, no, that's not That's not lady Darryl who married Hannah. Mia Hong. You Who's the guy from Saturday Night Live? Ah, uh, that's a really general question. Let's do let's do something. Let's do a test. We'll let's both do say them. the let's same do thing. Okay. James and I are both going to say the same thing, and you guys will clearly be able to hear the Semitic tinge in my voice. Oh my god. Here we go. What do you guys want to say? What should we say? Best podcast in the reader's choice? Uh, I don't know. Or okay, like yeah, so I'll say something I'll go more first. humble than that. I'll go sure. first. Best podcast in the reader's choice. <laughs> that is not how you sound, dude. Best podcast in the reader's choice! Okay, that was Rowie first and James second. <laughs> Look, the difference is Rowie's Jewish. I was raised Catholic. Rowie's a pothead. They can't see I'm your an penis. alcoholic. They can't see your penis or your liver. Uh, me and Rowie are both circumcised. Thank you very All much. Right, TMI. Maybe I should rub my beard on the mic when I talk like this. <laughs> gonna uh, if you could just point it directly at your mouth, that'd be enough. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I will let them introduce themselves. I'm Andrea Johns, and to my right... Uh, guys, it's James, and I have a very, <laughs> very small penis. <laughs> just kidding. Just fucking with you guys. You know, the true, the true G-Mag fans out there will be able to differentiate our, our, uh, our beautiful voices from each other. But I just want to say, first of all, what the fuck? It's Young Manischewitz, a.k.a. the Iraqi with the old Milwaukee, a.k.a. Timothy McOyvey. God. I'm your fife for fucking life and beyond. You know, this past week, young man of Shevitz, I've been going to shul twice a day. Okay, but like with a bulletproof vest. Shout out to my, fa- my fucking tailor, Samuel Moskowitz, and his son Shalom for fitting me with the finest ballistic armor this side of the Atlantic. People, if you're not gang, it's simple. You're Amhorets. And if you're Amhorets, you're not gang. So shout out to the G-Mags universe for the loyalty in riding with us and giving us the title of the best fucking podcast the best in the world. <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Let's just fucking get to it. Let's tear into this schmutta, guys. Woo! 
Hey, girly gang. Lawrence Preston here. I've changed my name for today's episode so I can truly walk a mile in the loafers of the other white meat. Good, all-American Christian men. (laughs) I know they have it real hard in the world right now, so what better way to understand them than to transform into one? I've got my rifle and my voter suppression armed and ready, (laughs) and I hope you're as excited as I am for this adventure. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Lawrence, it's really nice to meet you. My name is Ronald Seamus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my name's Dee Mortimer. (laughs) It's nice to meet these brand new podcast hosts of mine. Um, so yes, my name is Dee, and my sinuses are haunted by a very scary monster. <laughs> Ooh, I don't want to know what's living behind my sinus cavity. <laughs> Hi, my name is James Holler, aka Marilyn Mansplain, and uh, our hot water is out, so we're like pouring boiled water over our heads in the you shower. Know, I, you guys sound more and more poor. <laughs> Every time something like this happens. Uh, It reminds me of the time I moved abroad. Uh, It was so heavy. The broad was so heavy, I threw my back out. (laughs) No, wait, let me try it again. It reminds me of the time I moved abroad. I hurt my back. The broad was so heavy. No, no, no. Okay. So I was abroad. I was... I was... I was traveling abroad in an impoverished country. And... um, I hurt my foot somehow, and it got infected. And uh, I was uh, with this guy, and he's like, oh, there's uh, Doctors Without Borders over in the next village. So I hobbled over there, went in, and uh, I said to the doctor, I said, hey, I hurt my foot. Uh, is there anything you could do for me? And the doctor, the border guy, goes, uh, uh, yeah, okay. Um, have you been sexually active recently? And I was like, uh Yes, I guess I have. Uh, I don't know how that relates to my foot, but whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, so have I. I had two women at once last night. Have you ever done that before? And then he goes, do you want to look at the girls? I have their pictures on my phone. He shows them to me. And then I'm like, this is horrible. You're representing Doctors Without Borders. I'm going to call up the head of your organization and get you fired. He goes, no, you must have misread the sign. This is Doctors Without Boundaries. Kill me. Kill me now. I'm begging you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really long joke. Yeah. I am five years older now. <laughs> <laughs> so this month in history, April 2002, I'm going to start this off with a Price is Right style question for you guys, my hosts, my co-hosts. The person with the closest guess without going over wins this McDonald's Monopoly sticker for a free cheeseburger. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Vegan inside jumping for joy. For real. (laughs) This is a prize for this question. The question is, how many deaths am I going to talk about right now? Seven. (laughs) Ten. Lawrence is seven. Ten. I'm going to go for a cool 12. One dollar, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) The closest with a cool 12 is Rowie. The answer is 6,589. <laughs> <laughs> wow. April 1st, the Netherlands becomes the first nation to legalize euthanasia. Oh, my God. <laughs> According to 2017 statistics, the number of reported cases of euthanasia was 6,585. Wow. Which means I still have four more deaths to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, and here is your cheeseburger. <laughs> Thanks. 
I'm going to give it to someone. Cheeseburger, Anybody cheeseburger, who's not vegan that's listening out give there. Give it to Lauren. Give it to Lauren. But I wanted to, I want to do a contest. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to send nudes. I don't care. It doesn't, right, have, to right. kind, it doesn't have to be a female. Doesn't have to be a female. It could be a male or a female. It could also be like a rabbit. It has to be creative. Okay, you'll get the cheeseburger. <laughs> it, there's an always expiry thinking, date on that sticker, though. <laughs> see, the problem is, is you guys always think the worst of us. It's like the same mentality That's that of us of men. Because you guys think me and James sound exactly the same. <laughs> you think that just because I want you to send nudes that it has to be exploitative of a female. It could be exploitative of any creature on this earth. What kind of broke-ass okay. person is sending nudes in exchange for one cheeseburger? That's Probably what I mean. you. <laughs> it's the really crazy people that I want out, here, out there. Okay? Uh, it happened on Maury once. Okay. <laughs> Do it. April. Here, Lauren. She's just mad she's not getting the cheeseburger. There you go. <laughs> So April 11th, an attempted coup d'etat took place in Venezuela, resulting in the ousting and arrest of President Hugo Chavez. Following this ousting, Pedro Carmona took over as interim president of Venezuela, lasting all of one day before resigning the very next day on April 13th. President Chavez returned to office the very next day. So wow, that sounds like a Mori episode. It does. Sounds like a lot of jobs that I had, like from 20 to 30. <laughs> April 19th, the body of Alice in Chains frontman Lane Staley was found by police and his mother following an accidental drug overdose <laughs> two weeks earlier. Uh-huh. Ew. Yeah. They, ad- they identified him by dental records. Boy, he certainly was Lane Staley by then. <laughs> God. Oh, it was actually very oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's two weeks. So dirty. I'm so glad that th- that didn't happen like a month ago. He was a very, very sad person. April 22nd, following a catastrophic car crash, Linda Lovelace, born Linda Borman, passed away from massive trauma. <laughs> from deep throat. Deep throat. While she is more well known for her pornographic role, she later became a born, in a, a born again Christian and spokesperson for the anti-pornography movement. So she went to heaven. Happy ending. <laughs> that's such, that's like Different such a kind of happy move. ending. That's she also a had a release. Move. That was, yeah, she, I don't know. She was. She was a. She had a. Person. Her clitoris was in her throat. Yeah. That was the. That was the only way she could have an orgasm. Yes. That's that a dream. The, I don't know why she said shit. Why couldn't you shove like not. a popsicle stick down there? I don't know why I had to. Yo, I'd be brushing my teeth like five times a day. <laughs> How do you brush your teeth if your clit's in your throat? Like you got to go way downtown USA. <laughs> Downtown USA. I just downtown. I think it would be some sort of mutation. Nobody would know about it. They'd just be like, "Why the guy is like always brushing his teeth?" It would be like a cover. You wouldn't be brushing. So you people brush your teeth, gagging, you'd be gagging yourself. yourself with a toothbrush. I, I would be uh, masturbating gagging with a toothbrush. <laughs> I would be masturbating. <laughs> April twenty seventh, at the age of eighty five, so like you know, she was old. Ruth Handler, the creator of Barbie, passed away from complications from surgery from colon cancer. Aw, yikes. Yes. She did invent Barbie, though. I mean, I thought it was relevant a little bit, but what? this month in history is a downer. It's a fucking downer. <laughs> you yeah. knew who I was when I wanted to take this on. Well, yeah. D loves murder and D Mortimer. Huh? Murder and mayhem. Murder, murder and like, mayhem. Doing a Price is Right that involves a death count is always a good way to open, <laughs> uh, open up the happy start times. Start off with a cheeseburger. Goodbye. <laughs> And on April 25th, while in Honduras working on setting up an educational center for Honduran children, Lisa Lefty Lopez was oh. involved in a fatal car crash Jesus that broke the Christ. world's heart. That's a lot of death. That's... So wow. I'm going to end with a happy note, though, kind <laughs> of. April 29th, the U.S. is reelected to the United Nations Commission on Human Rights. One year after losing its seat, it held for 50 years. Three mm. guesses on if we're still a part of it now. <laughs> the first two don't count. <laughs> What about 
Music? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for music, Ain't It Funny by Jennifer Lopez featuring Ja Rule was number one for the first couple of weeks before being bumped by the huge Ashanti hit Foolish, which stayed at number one for 10 whopping weeks. It was her debut single from her first album and on top of being number one in the US was also top 10 in the UK, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, Germany, and Japan. In 2009, it was named the 19th most successful song on the Billboard Hot 100 Songs of the Decade. This is also really sad, just to bring that shit way <laughs> down. Recently, Ashanti had to cancel a concert in New York City because she sold 24 tickets. What? Okay, uh, like that sounds really bad to make it not as bad. I think there was like a huge act that was like supposed to co-headline the show that backed out. And that's kind of why the tickets Ouch. were so bad. But like the 24 tickets, that just shows, okay, anybody who's winning, whether you got the best podcast in the world <laughs> or whether you're number one on the charts, just enjoy that shit while it lasts. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Damn. And cold. that was wow. this month in bummer history. I am sorry. Uh, 50 Cent recently reported that he bought 200 front row tickets to a Jaw Rule oh, show yeah. just so the first like 12 rows would be empty. <laughs> 50 Cent is actually one of the best trolls on social media. Now you can me. see why he was shot nine times. Ooh, I can't believe I said America, social media. America, this is you. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's Young Man of Shepherds here. And I'm here to talk to you about a very, very serious issue. It's called being really embarrassed, <laughs> making a fucking fool out of yourself. <laughs> it's happened to me a lot. And, you know, think no matter what people still fucking you know matter people people be like walk around and be like i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck but They're when lying. that thing happens to you when you piss your pants when you fart really loud you <laughs> think it's gonna be fucking an spd but it ends up being <laughs> stinky and really loud at the same time it's fucking embarrassing and it all it hurts inside it hurts the head and the heart <laughs> so here's an article or a letter that one reader from Twist wrote in to the magazine back in the day about something that we've discussed on the show before, and that is a parent, or a mom specifically, finding a dildo, a <laughs> steely dan, <laughs> as they used to call it back in the uh, medieval times. Oh, <laughs> you are old. <laughs> I've seen a lot of technology when it comes to all sorts of things, sex toys included. I'm like <laughs> a vampire, basically. <laughs> all right, so this is My Mom Found My Sex Toy. Damn. So, reader writes in, As a gag gift for my 18th birthday, my friends bought me a sex toy. They thought it would be funny because I have this whole wait-till-I'm-married attitude about sex. <laughs> Oh but, but I have no problem just jamming a piece of plastic <laughs> up my fucking whatever. Anyways, I thought it was pretty funny, too, until I realized that there was no way to get rid of it. Obviously, you've <laughs> never watched a, like, a murder mystery or anything. <laughs> yeah, you don't chop it up into little files. pieces, and then you fucking individually take those little pieces, and you decompose them with acid, and whatever's left, Are you bury. talking about cutting up a dildo, a dildo and then putting it in concrete and putting it in <laughs> the ocean? 
This you, isn't me. This is a woman from a young lady from an intense Christian family who's like waiting till she gets married. This is like <laughs> you got to kill the master, and I respect that. Contraband. You throw it out your she's window like as you're driving. <laughs> Like Lorena Bobbitt? Yeah, hilarious takes from 19... Our jokes are also from the 90s. She probably doesn't have her license yet, guys. Like, this is just, you know... You, you would put it think. in your pocket when you're with your parents and you're riding passenger shotgun, and then when you you see something and, and you, like, the, roll the window down a tiny bit, and then you just... It's in your sleeve, and you fling your arm out and be like, "Hey, look at that!" or whatever, and then the dildo flies out from your sleeve. You do it like super easy, and hits a cyclist. You do it like (laughs) Andy Dufresne with the dirt and Shawshank, where you like have it in your pant leg, and you walk around, you slowly shift your pant leg so it falls out the bottom. Is that a banana in your pocket? (laughs) Like, come to school with a huge boner. Someone walking behind you. Did you drop that? And it's like a giant dildo. Or or even better, hide it behind a fence and the middle of fucking nowhere <laughs> under a black rock and then Morgan Freeman finds it yeah. later. <laughs> Morgan Freeman found my dildo. There's find, an embarrassing moment. Someone's going to find, going to watch you bury it and know where it is. And they're either going to do one You're or two, one of dude. two things, okay? <laughs> they're going to call you out on it and shame you or they're going to wait till you're gone and going to have some fun of their own. Dear Red, if you're reading this, you've gotten out. And if you've come this far, maybe you're willing to come a little further. We have taken this very far. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what you can expect from young Manny and the gang at Girlies. All right. So she wanted to get rid of the dildo because, I don't know, she fucking got the present, didn't use it. I don't even know, like, what the point of her friends giving. She lives with her parents. It's like a gag, so. you know? It's a gag gift. Yeah, but right. So she lives with her parents. She gets the dildo. She's not using it at all. It's like, I'd be like, fuck you, friends. You take it back and you deal with this shit. (laughs) Anyways, I figured I'd hide it in the most unpredictable spot I could think of. My mattress. Exactly where everyone goes to look. Darkest fucking, like, most obvious spot ever. Well, my mom, well, sorry. My idea worked so well, okay, she even forgot that the thing was there. So until the day my mom was helping me change my bed skirt, up went the mattress and out came the sex toy. Needless to say, my mother noticed what I was trying to hide, which was bad enough. But now all of a sudden, I'm getting those embarrassing sex talks from my folks. Tandra, <laughs> 18. She yeah. told your da- her dad? Like, that's a private mom conversation. Like, don't bring dad into this. Definitely not. I'd be so embarrassed. She said my folks, plural, not folk. Yeah, but because her mother said, I think our daughter is having sex. Let's talk to our daughter about With sex. Like, what a, planet did you come from? A sex toy. If it's like a masturbation thing, don't bring dad in being yeah. like, hey, mom's like, I Parents think our daughter's masturbating. She's like, do. well, daughter, you know when you have a vibrator like both parents should be involved in a discussion about masturbation this that's isn't even- just she's 18 and it's a dildo like don't bring dad into this yeah. she's an adult it's true though he has a point like i wouldn't I, I wouldn't really talk about sex with my mom i would talk about sex with my dad because like my dad knows what's up like how the fuck does my mom know what's going on with well me? this isn't sex this is a dildo too it's like don't bring dad into the dildo conversation well, dad is a dildo <laughs> <laughs> my mom's so polite that she like went into my drawer one time and rearranged all the shit and like folded my clothes for me and then just left my sex toys neatly stacked on the and I was like did you go into my room and she was like oh I just like I just like did some laundry and tidied up and I was like 
okay. She's never said anything about it. Did so. she clean and polish them? <laughs> Thanks for uh, arranging my sex toys. I, I really a, appreciate it. I had a partner who, she had a box full of, this is before I met her, but full of dildos and sex toys. And she was moving and, did, and needed to get rid of them and she didn't know what to do with them. <laughs> so she left the box outside (laughs) (laughs) and for garbage to pick up and the next morning someone called her because there were dildos all (laughs) over the lawn and in the tree in front of her house (laughs) that's guys honestly a box of dildos throw them out one at a time you guys are fucking (laughs) holding on to this shit I did not own a sex toy while I lived with my parents. I was too nervous. But my mother did find the handwritten porn I used to write. <laughs> of course. <laughs> In, I, kept, I kept a porn journal and my mom found it. <laughs> did wow, she read was it? it under your mattress? <laughs> it was under my mattress. Exactly, dude. People are so dumb. Like, why? Why? You, can you access this This journal it's probably volumes oh, no, by I now your mom, your mom probably has it Ask, <laughs> my, get it from your mom under her no. mattress it was you know what it was it was when i was in elementary school so we didn't have like the internet or anything like that so i had to like make my own fun yeah. <laughs> and my mom <laughs> my mom found the journal and then she read it and i didn't know until years later she read it but i do remember this like one conversation where i like came in the kitchen and she like sat me down and put a cup of tea in front of me and she's like are you okay <laughs> <laughs> because if I was writing, I was writing like about water like, sports. CBT, no, 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 no. I was writing about like hate fucking a lot of people. <laughs> oh, that's very un-American. Uh, it's like your mom kept it, and you have a friend over. Like, here's her hand painted turkey. Here's her second grade book report. I was writing. I was writing about me hate fucking people in like my school. Oh. so it was using real names. You're like, mom. It's called art. Look it up. <laughs> I had a lot of rage. <laughs> it's just one of those days. Sorry, this time I've been mistaken. And all the time my heart was breaking. And okay. I've been wrong. I've been down <laughs> to the bottom of every bottle. These five words in my head. Say, are we having fun yet? Okay. I don't actually know the lyrics. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. As a disclaimer, just because we're Canadian doesn't mean that we like Nickelback. We love Our Lady Peace, bro. <laughs> no, we don't. I don't dislike Our Lady Peace's early One stuff. of my best friends uh once she was having a really bad day and i picked her up from work and she was like oh i've just had like the worst day at work like i just need to fucking chill out and listen to some music and then she turned on the radio and that song came on and she burst into tears <laughs> oh no so she hates nickelback with a passion amazing. amazing oh what an edgy take you hate nickelback do you also hate rainy days like <laughs> Yeah. I like rainy days. Leave Nickelback alone. Oh, Christ. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Twist Readers. There's a couple of Q&As in this, uh, in this issue, and uh, Jesus Christ, they're fucked up. So, um, <laughs> the theme for this particular Q&A seg- segment is, can people tell things about you just by looking at you? <laughs> 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 um, Forget it. Scenario one. Can your parents tell if you're a virgin? 
A girl writes in, I think my parents can tell that I'm no longer a virgin. My mom makes comments to me like, girls these days, just too fast, don't you think? God. These questions make me nervous, and I always have a hard time answering them. Should I worry? So good news. Uh, there's no way your mom can tell you're having sex just by looking at you. Unless you look really sad. Unless you have jizz on your face. <laughs> uh, Unless you just got a facial. My parents could tell I'm not having sex by looking at me because of my haircut and general <laughs> demeanor. <laughs> and then terrible advice alert from Teen Magazine. Is this Teen Magazine? Twist. 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 This is Twist? It's Twist. <laughs> you just said it was Twist like two minutes ago. <laughs> terrible fucking advice alert. The, the the person who responds to this reader says, you must have a guilty conscience <laughs> if you're upset that your mother, if you're worrying that your mother thinks you're you're not a virgin. I think that's a bit of a stretch here because perhaps she's not okay with her mom making completely judgmental and sexist comments to her about women being loose. I know. <laughs> and then perhaps she's looking for guidance instead on how to speak her mind yeah. to her mom. Or Yeah, maybe you're unhappy that your mom looks at you and kind of like thinks you're happy. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to say it, but yeah. Like that's exactly what's happening here. Yeah. So like f- hiding things from your parents, like virginity. First, you can't hide your virginity from your parents. I think you. I think you could try. My mom found. Okay, once I my friends blew up condoms, like 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 balloons. B- b- Remember people used to do that, oh. and they left them in my trash can. And then my mom emptied the trash. It was like, are you having sex? And Wait, I was they like, were blown up like balloons and your mom said, are you having sex? Yeah. And I was like, your mom no. Your was not having sex. <laughs> and then, are you having sex and how big is he? <laughs> and, and then she was like, what if I take you to the doctor? Will they tell me you're a virgin? And oh, I was like, I exactly. probably not because I use tampons. I don't know. I probably wasn't a virgin. My mom's more anyway, passive aggressive. Every day I come home and she'd be like, so how's your hymen intact? <laughs> <laughs> um, which leads us into scenario two can your doctor tell if you've been masturbating just by looking at you <laughs> when I, you have jizz like that dry jizz on your hand after you jerk <laughs> off <laughs> you don't wash your hands before going to the doctor I mean sometimes he just leaves me in that waiting room with nothing in there to entertain myself for so long yo but it's not about washing your hands jizz is like notorious you can wash your hands like twice and there's always going to be like that corner of your pinky that has like a bit of dry jizz on it everyone knows that it's getting Jizz on their pinkies. <laughs> I, 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 jizz on your pinky. That's the whole point. I hold my penis like a polite English person holding a teacup <laughs> with my pinky out. So a girl writes in to twist. This is too embarrassing to ask my friends. For a few months now, I've been masturbating before I fall asleep at night, but I have a checkup coming at the doctor's, and I'm really scared that she'll be able to tell. And she'll be completely grossed out. <laughs> oh, my God. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, she'll be fucking grossed out. That's freaking true. I, your doctor can't tell if you have a master meeting. I've been lying to my doctor for years <laughs> about a variety of things. And she has no idea. She thinks that I've been using condoms <laughs> for like two decades straight. <laughs> it's like whenever I go to the dentist, they're like, are you still smoking? Or are you still drinking coffee? Are you still masturbating? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> straight up, with a lot of young listeners, and I don't want them to get the wrong idea that use not using condoms is a fucking good idea. All right, guys, strap oh, it up. Oh, take that! Strap it up. 
All right, the morality police are here. <laughs> your dentist can tell you've been masturbating. He's got that clitoris in your throat. Whatever you do, use a condom when you're fucking your dentist, is what Roe is saying. Or if there's none handy, just use one of their latex gloves. You give a new meaning to oral hygiene. <laughs> Trying to do a mashup? What is that? Yeah, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to make a Nickelback mashup. Oh, I didn't know what the hell you were doing. Honestly, you sing with the vibrato the with like, of like a 12-year-old boy. This like a choir boy. You it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's pristine. Okay, welcome back. Sometimes the editors of Twist like to include articles written by their readers for their readers in sections of the magazine called Your Real Life. In this issue, Twist tackles the stories of three young readers grappling with major change in their lives in a piece called My Mom is Gay. Whoop! Yep, here you go. One reader opens up about explaining her non-traditional family to friends, while two other readers discuss their mothers coming out later in life while still married to their dads. So that's the, the gist of the, uh, the article. Um, I had some difficulty getting a handle on like what the what angle to take with this article because I'm like not really all that qualified to talk about it. I don't have a gay parent. I don't have like what you didn't watch Friends. <laughs> <laughs> what that what? makes you an authority on gay on gay relationships. If so you watched Friends, which had no gay people in it, uh, no Excuse Ross's me? first Shut wife. Up. Oh, the, they were on like four episodes. Three times, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I had a I I'm not really all that qualified a person to talk about what it's like to uh, have a gay parent or experience a major shift in my family dynamics uh, the way these readers have. Um, also, all the readers are really young; they're about fifteen or sixteen years old, and that immaturity really comes through in some of the reactions that they had not to say that they aren't understandable but just they were they were kind of immature and looking at teenagers it like a 36 year old I'm yeah like, oh, you could have been not such a dipshit to your mom when she was like going through a major life change but that's besides the point um but I did find it really interesting uh were some of the marriage dynamics at play um in ter- especially in terms with like the two stories of the mothers coming out later on in life when they were still married I thought those were really like I thought the, the dynamics at play were really interested in, there, uh, in that in that way. Um, in the cases of the two women who came out later in life while still being married to their husbands, both seem to have incredibly understanding partners, which is not something that you see. They were like very much, you know, it, like they were in relationships with their best friends and like they were, you know, they wanted to keep the family together and they had open relationships and stuff like that, which I thought like it was pretty interesting for, for like a magazine for 2002 yeah that's really yeah, it's really really great so and you don't often see that with like families and stuff like that right ross did go to lamas class with his with his wife <laughs> just saying yeah i think it, we're just friends everything we learned about marriage we learned from sitcoms i think it's not about gender or sexuality i think one is the raymond and the other one is the deborah okay oh my god oh <laughs> um yeah, so I just let, I that was kind of the thing that I was more interested in 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 terms of the content of this article because we were talking earlier that we've never seen an article like this in any of the magazines that we've gone through and mm-hmm. we we have a whole pile of them that yeah. we've looked that we've you know scoured for content. Yeah, I think like that shows kind of a cultural shift around the 2000s where not just media and like the internet but just seeing you know having that be at the forefront of issues and having it be a thing. I actually knew a girl in high school who was 
popular. Like she was, you know, kind of on the cheerleading team and but she some asshole found out that her mom was gay and outed her mom to the school and it completely shifted the dynamics around how people treated her mm-hmm. which I thought was you know fucked up and also just really interesting and telling of how kids reacted to like I remember in high school just people being very like and that wasn't even that long ago like I would have been in high school around this time yeah around 2002 uh and you know having that be like such a big deal which I think shows you know a huge difference even to now because my nephew's like in high school and he is like a transgender friend mm-hmm. he has friends that have gay parents like I just and he's fine with it you know so I think even in that one decade of a cultural shift to show you know less than 20 years later that things aren't the way that they are when I was in high school anyway yeah. I find that a lot of uh, a lot of portions of this particular issue are about fear of judgment mm-hmm. and you know about having which we're going to get into later a bad reputation about mm-hmm. rumors um about worrying what people are thinking about you and um you know for for people who are in high school who are 15 whose parents are having major life changes mm-hmm. and then um your you being impacted dramatically by what your peers think about you, um, which is, I think, a huge part of this article. Yeah, well, I mean, they had they had even the in one of the uh, articles, like the mother had picked up the phone, somebody had rung, and ha- she had this like one. Li- her daughter saw her have this one-sided conversation, and the conversation was basically her church saying, "We, you're no longer welcome." Because she had this like relationship with this other woman that was being noticed, and that was the first time that her daughter had clued in that maybe there was something going on with her mother there. So it's kind of interesting in terms of that fear of judgment and that, you know, and it, how like it really manifests itself sometimes in like very real ways. So also telling of the time she picked up the phone while she was on the other line. I know. Church. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, who was famous for being judgmental and non-inclusive Jesus, I guess, except he was the exact opposite yeah. of that. Yeah. It's weird when churches like just hold miss that whole giant point of his message. Yeah. How he talked to prostitutes and like, you know, all yeah. tax collectors and shit. James, they're called. This sex is workers. Jesus corner guys. Welcome back to <laughs> Jesus cast. The 700 club. Jeezy mag. But I think that there's like an overarching narrative that uh, we can definitely see um, about being true to who you are and learning how to show up fully for your own life, even if that means finding new ways to live that life. I also think that um, like a lot of people look at these stories as sort of tangible proof of the born this way, not a choice narrative. Um, And I get that. I understand why we need that argument when combating like the violence of religious fundamentalism and like homophobia and transphobia. I get that. But it's also... For me personally, that's a limited way of looking at the world and looking at the multitude of ways that you can live your life Mm -hmm. and that you can grow within your life, both like, you know, within relationships and sexually and emotionally. So Mm -hmm. I I feel like, you know, I like content like this and I like articles like this because it just shows the many different ways to be a family, the many different ways to like live your life. And, you know, having like... I kind of shy away from those pe- those people who call them marriages of convenience or shams or you're lying to yourself because there's something very valid with developing a relationship with a friend because you want a companion in life and that's I don't right. see how that's like when you call it a, when you call it a marriage of convenience I kind of find it a little bit belittling because mm-hmm. there's something valid about you know marrying your best friend because you're like I like hanging out with you more than anybody else mm-hmm. and I want to have children and I don't want to do it alone and I James? think there's something valid about that 
You want to get married, Ro? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I think that the, for me, this article is extremely wonderful because it shows you that it's okay to be an outsider. Mm-hmm. There's been so many times we read these magazines and they are completely one-sided. There's one way to live and there's one way to think. How to be popular. How to be popular. How to like reap benefits off of other cultures. Mm-hmm. Like the voguing article we yeah. did, which, you know, and and not paying homage or having a voice heard of people that are not in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And being an outsider is really important. And what I like is that, you know, having a gay mom gives that mom an opportunity to teach their child absolutely that it's okay to be different Mm -hmm. and that it's okay to not be you know living what am i saying white bread nuclear family yeah yeah just having like a non-traditional family and And it's not just not traditional it's not (laughs) traditional anything like just going against the grain and being different is Mm -hmm. totally okay and you know for a magazine that we're seeing from 2002 called teen magazine twist twist Fake news. <laughs> Granny. I don't know why Get I back. keep calling it twins. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and to have multiple girls be writing in and talking about, about their situation, it just it's a really great voice, and I, I'm glad that we found this article. Mm-hmm. And, you know, despite my I don't have a connection or experience that mirrors what's happening. I didn't watch it. Was, you can have opinion. I actually know a gay parent. Thank you very much. Do you, Do want, you want an award? An award? <laughs> he's very Do you want some cookies? And he's very hoppy. Are we finally getting our ally awards? It's fantastic. <laughs> Yay. I've been working Thanks so guys. hard. Some of my best friends are also Chinese. Some of my best friends are allies. <laughs> Bare minimum. Bare minimum award. Oh, Christ. Anyway, speaking of going against the grain, welcome to Girly Mags. I don't get permission to make my own decisions. Oh. That's my Hey, what's up? Welcome back to Girly Mags. We are on to That Scandalous, where readers write in and tell really terrible shit that they did, actually. Uh, I don't know why you would admit this. Uh, (laughs) So, Julia, who was 16, writes in saying she stole a friend's boyfriend. You piece of shit. Uh, (laughs) During spring break... She went on vacation to Cancun. Like Nelly, she's got secrets, can't leave Cancun. (laughs) Nelly talks about having sex with ladies all the time, so what are those secrets? What are you talking about? What is the keys to human to chaos Cancun, ladies? I got secrets, can't leave Cancun. Wow. The Neptune's like, girl, I didn't know that. I forgot. (laughs) Gay dads, that's a secret. (laughs) (laughs) Gay dads, that's actually a really good soundtrack. So she went to Cancun with a bunch of other seniors from her high school. Who goes to Cancun at 16? She's not Natalie even a Holloway. It says she's 16. She must have been the youngest of the, like, she went with seniors. It's called Senior Trip. Yeah, but she's 16. Maybe okay. she's smarter than the other kids. Yeah. <laughs> she got bumped I up a girl. Oh. Diane in, went to Yeah, Cancun she's in gifted. I just realized my sister went to Daytona when she was, like, 16. Well, Ew. have you seen Spring Breakers? I know. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> right. That's Gross. horrible. She did so, some beer bombs, uh, She had a crush on some guy named Daryl, which is her first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and just so staying in the hotel with his girlfriend Gina. One night, the girl, the, all the all the kids decide to go to a club. 
since Gina was wanted to go Frogs? dancing badly, she hit the dance floor with their girlfriends as soon as they got there. Daryl wasn't that big on dancing. I wouldn't date him. <laughs> and so, uh, so Julia goes up to him and says, why aren't you dancing? Oh and he's God. like, I don't know how. I need a stunt double. And then she goes, I can dance with you. And the next thing they know, they were grinding together to the music. <laughs> Whoa, 0 to 100 real fast, Gina. Gina and her pissed off friends were watching them oh grind. No but wonder he's she, embarrassed to dance. Like, but Daryl didn't see it. them watching. So Julia leans in for a kiss and Daryl kisses oh her. God. And while Gina's watching and then Gina runs out crying and then Daryl didn't follow her. That you um you had you 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 could you do you you want okay no I'm just whole what are you like I don't like, yeah is this TV party of five right? like season three <laughs> what is this I don't even know what's going on anymore okay Gina's dating Daryl Julia wrote in and made out with Daryl while Gina watched. Gina runs it out crying. Hot. <laughs> Why was she crying? Because hot. that's her girlfriend. Her I would have run up and punched him in the face and her. Yeah, exactly. That's scandalous. And then and then uh, and then uh, the writer says uh, he didn't follow her. In fact, he hooked up with me the rest of the trip. Wow. Uh, wow. Daryl's a real douchebag. Oh uh, fuck! Also, fuck the girl who wrote in. She's like clearly being. I mean, an asshole. Like poor yeah. Gina. Everybody that's her friend. Is an asshole except Gina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go go. You go, Gina. <laughs> and then when Gina. she got back, when uh, the girl got back, uh, everyone was mad at her, obviously, for breaking up the couple and being a uh, and like snaking being this girl's a dude. homewrecker. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I uh, thought you were gonna say ho. That was <laughs> ho a good save. Wrecker. And now <laughs> Daryl, the piece of shit, won't return her calls and told everyone that she's an H to the Izzo. <gasps> oh! There's a fucking Sounds like Daryl's fucking scandalous. Yeah, Daryl's an asshole, but also, you know, like, you're also an asshole. Like, you're not a good guy in this story either. I like this. I like this. That's scandalous. Have you ever stolen anyone's boyfriend? Have you ever stolen? No. No. No one has ever. I have. I have. people to steal my boyfriends. (laughs) (laughs) Just take him. Well, see, you also have to put this in the context of like teenager dumb when you're dating somebody for like three weeks. And it's like the big. Yeah. And it's like the biggest deal. But I did steal a girl's boyfriend from i met him on icq uh, here we go i knew they one. were oh! dead. Yeah. And, then you, and then you lied about your death yeah. <laughs> that was a different guy but i was talking to them around the same time uh no but i met up with him i knew he had a girlfriend but i really liked him so i went for it and we ended up dating for a couple of months and then he dumped me for another girl of course he did <laughs> well uh, what's your stealing uh I mean, my story was this. Like, I somehow met this, like, this girl at a party, and she had a boyfriend, right? And she was just like, I just want to be friends. Like, that's it. And I was like, fine. You know, she's really attractive. And then we kept, like, going out for, like, you know, dinner and shit like that. And I swear it was in the summer. So, like, every single time, she wore a top that, like, looks like a paper towel, like, (laughs) wrapped around, like, her her chest, basically, you know? (laughs) And it was t- like it was kind of I don't know it just got it got to the point where shit was like what the fuck am I supposed to do here? Maybe like, she was a messy eater. <laughs> Were you eating lobster? <laughs> no, it's just like she was wearing next to nothing. She's really attractive. I'm staring across the table from her, like you know. And you're not on at a regular the basis Red Lobster. Now. And her boyfriend's <laughs> not there either at the Red Lobster. I knew it. No. <laughs> Now I want biscuits. I guess like you guys are just fetishizing a paper like, towel that's what around That's your what's chest. scandalous. Like when you're thinking about some hot biscuits that you want that are at Red Lobster, <laughs> but you know that you can't afford to go to Red Lobster, <laughs> you got to put that the fantasy of those biscuits away. 
and mind your business. Even, or even, or even, you put on your paper towel top and find some sucker who will buy you those biscuits. <laughs> then you go home to your boyfriend. You're like, hey, this sucker bought me biscuits. Guy. He's like, nice job, babe. Give me the leftovers. Or you go in and you say, can I only buy biscuits? And they're like, sure. And I'm like, I get that that's a weird question. And they're like, it's really not that weird. And I was like, can I have 20? So what's crazy is that ours were all analogies. And Dee's was really her <laughs> actually asking for just 20 biscuits. I don't know if young I Manny... I we talking about biscuits. I don't know <laughs> if young man really has the, the budget for Red Lobster, but I'm definitely at least going to Popeye's after this. I'm telling you. They have good so biscuits, So did you end up too. with the girl? Somebody get me to stop talking about biscuits. Yeah, I definitely hooked up with the girl. And then, oh, like, it was. Scandalous. it turns out she was the most jealous girlfriend Ever, <laughs> it was unbelievable. You because, did that guy a favor because then. yeah, like, uh, but I did that guy a favor. But yeah. like, I was like involved in this kind of like shady uh, situation with her, right? Because it's like I she, stole, you should have been jealous. I stole She's her the from that, the boyfriend, exactly. No, but she knows. No, she should have been jealous because she knows that crazy shit goes on and no one's to be trusted because she can't even trust herself. Whoa. So it's just like a mess. It was a fuck. Was this the mess. girl that didn't let you watch porn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she would freak out like, oh, my God, totally. Uh, so I once uh, had a friend who was kind of seeing this girl, and uh, and then uh, we were going to hang out with her, and they kind of weren't seeing each other anymore, and we, me and her started talking. And then me and her went to the bar with him. We ended up leaving together, and like then we hooked up. And then like the next day, he was kind of suspicious, and he asked me, like, I'm leaving the house. He's like, where are you going? And I said I was going to this other girl's house. And then he, like, was suspicious that I was hooking up with this girl and then went by her house and saw my bike out front and was like... Your tricycle. Yeah, my tricycle. Cause I'm, my, no, my motorcycle, because I'm super cool. <laughs> and then he's like, you hooked up with her. You, I'm not mad that you hooked up with her. I'm mad that you lied to me. Oh, the, I hate when people lie to me. And that girl was Andrea. <laughs> I, you know what? And the guy was Norm. And it was a tricycle. I hate when people lie, but I also hate when people go, I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad that you lied. Like, Of course you're fucking mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> Two. Or people who are like, I'm not mad. I'm just really disappointed. And then I punch <laughs> uh, them in the face. Oh, man. <laughs> but I can't really, because I was pretty shady at that time. I thought it was because I didn't through a breakup time. and no one could, I couldn't love anyone. I thought it was pretty upfront about it. So Every, About how you can love anybody? I couldn't love. I That's was a damaged good way to goods. Start I was it. a wounded bird. I'm damaged goods, baby. But then <laughs> I, I didn't think I was much of a fuck boy at the time. But it turns out. That I have a quick quiz here for Andrea to define me at the age of, let's say, 27, what kind of a fuckboy I was. Oh, God. I, I would just like Ugh, to uh, issue a caveat before you start this wonderful quiz. A fuckboy, by definition, cannot be self-aware. So there's no <laughs> I agree. The like, minute you said up. that, I said, this guy's not a fuckboy. <laughs> Roe and I looked at each other and we were like, I damn. I you know you're a fuckboy no. and you're like one no. step away from a fuckboy. It's not like I'm an empowered Fuck boy. <laughs> I know I'm a fuck boy and I embrace it. Like, you're not a fuck I boy. I thought fuck boys were just guys who will say anything to, like, have to get laid. And they're like, they will just, like, 
scam their way into like anything they can say. Yeah, but they're like racist. Like racists don't know they're racist. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be exactly. self-aware fuckboy. You can't. Well, let's try the quiz. Let's see. Anyways, I'm trying to find out. If twi- that, yes. Andrew, put yourself in your mind. Not the current enlightened man I am now. <laughs> the, the, the scummy, you know. Nothing's changed. <laughs> pre, pre this Kafka-esque transformation right. you see so, before you. Let's go in the Wayback Machine. I'm 27 years old. Got some bangs. Wow, you're so skinny, James. Thanks. I've been not working out. I just smoke cigarettes and drink beer. The Killers is playing from a car in the distance. <laughs> It'd be more like cerebral His ballsy. pants are so tight. He's talking like uh, this. From a car in the distance, James. Okay, so what's cerebral the drink ballsy. I send you from across the room? What? Milkshake. Chocolate milkshake is <laughs> <laughs> A, wine, B, absinthe, C, mescal. Absinthe. I send her some abstinence because I'm not. That's like a fuck boy. Have a quick sip of abstinence. (laughs) Jesus loves you. A, wine, B, absinthe, C, mescal, D, whiskey. What does James send Andrew? Whiskey. Whiskey. I'm gonna. Is there E nothing? Because James is cheap and has no money. (laughs) She would send. Wait, wait, wait. Is there a is yop? An option you didn't mention. <laughs> Give me Whiskey is so down to earth. I I disagree. I think something pretentious like mezcal or some bullshit. Uh, like I that. would send her like maybe a three dollar PBR at the time. Okay, first of all, James will not ever order something he can't pronounce, and he couldn't pronounce mezcal properly, so he or wouldn't have ordered that. <laughs> <laughs> What's a line he'd use to get a girl into bed? A, my last girl cheated on me. I'm just looking for true love. You just said it's I'm not emotionally available. B, so I you hope that's I answer. hope you're as good as I think you'll be. C, I swear to God when I my, my heart stopped when I saw you. You're so fucking beautiful. Ugh. Or D, you can come over but you can't stay the night. D, <laughs> I let you stay the night all it's the time. I know. C, it's C. James, uh, we'll say we'll say the it's last C. one, but just on that note, James is does not like to be humped and dumped, so he would let me stay over. C. So which one? C? But he would Fine. say C. I okay. thought we were you- going to have breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I would just hang it all day. I barely worked at the time. <laughs> uh, what band he'd play to set the mood? A, the Smiths slash the National. Yep. Which mood? Is the mood right, suicide? suicide? Is this a double suicide you're planning? <laughs> We're just saying <laughs> A because that's 100%. Not, you don't have to read the other ones. You would a. not listen to the National, though. Please no, no, fuck clarify the that for the listeners, please. I'm not trying to put her to sleep. Uh, what text would he send you the morning after when you say, let's do this again soon? A, that's the first time since my last girlfriend that I felt a true connection. B, hey, yeah, I had fun too, but for some reason I thought you'd be better. <laughs> C, our children would be so beautiful. Ew. Too bad I don't like kids. Or D, didn't save the number. Who is this? Yeah, D. D. <laughs> oh, my God. This is not going the way I thought I was going to. Yeah, because you're uh, you're not as you're not self aware. Yeah, exactly. How long does You're your a fl- fuckboy. How long does your fling last? A three awkward weeks. B a year on and off with a sidekick. C five intense and romantic B. dates. Or D six to eight hours. B B. Yeah, that's pretty true. <laughs> God damn. Uh, it's so it actually ends up being mostly A's. The heartbroken. <laughs> he is heartbroken, conflicted, angry, but still very much in love with the lost object's affections. What makes him a fuckboy is the fact that he uses heartbreak to trap a pity fuck. Oh, he uses- He uses his own pain to get what he wants and then uses it as an excuse not to commit. <laughs> 
That is exactly the way I thought it was gonna go. <laughs> well done. Honestly, I feel like I'm a fucking like at some like you know fortune teller in Santa Fe or <laughs> the Red Lobster like fortune. Teller. I guess twenty six year old James fuck. was a fuck boy. <laughs> All right, good. And he could fuck boy. <laughs> He could fuck boys. That's what I thought he was going to say. I did. I thought he was going to say that. I know, too. me too. I was let out to reach over and cover his mouth. Could and did. <laughs>by Jane's Addiction. Right, 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 right. Well, speaking of stealing, this was 2002 when Winona Ryder infamously got caught shoplifting. Where everybody thought this was going to be the end of her career. And look what it did for her. Yeah. It was the end of her career for a bit. She had had like 680 hours of community community service. service. I think she needed, and she stole like... $5,500 $5,500 worth yeah. of, met- of Yeah, it was uh, $5,500 worth of clothes and accessories at Saks Fifth Avenue in Beverly Hills. It was Mark Jacobs stuff. Good. Stick it to him, Winona. <laughs> she aimed high. I mean, you know, stick it to the man. Yeah, you Wagona. It's interesting because uh, everybody was asking, like, this wasn't like, you know, she wasn't, she'd never really admitted to, like, going through any kind of things. Like, she never really said why she did it. She was making $6 million or more a movie when she did it. So maybe she just did it for the rush. Some of the things uh, that they said in this article, they said, if if you have ever shoplifted, why did you do it? 20% said for the rush. It's thrilling to get away with it. 2% for the attention. I was hoping I'd get caught. Fucking rich kids. <laughs> 61% for the stuff. I just didn't have the money to buy what I wanted, which happens a lot when you're a teenager. Yeah, of course. That's, That's why you sense. steal shit. And 17% for my friends. They pressured me or dared me wait that's it what about the large or small percentage of people probably adults who are holding on to something and then leave the store (laughs) accidentally stealing and then they get to their car and they're like oh fuck i stole this should i go back no, I'm not going back. It's too far. Mm-hmm. I just realized, I was like, I've never stolen anything. And doing that reminds me of the time that I had a case of water bottles underneath my shopping cart that I forgot to pay for. And I <laughs> you just stole them, money. see? <laughs> yeah. That's like adult stealing. It's, oh, fuck, I forgot to pay for those out of that Mountain Dew. It's a victimless crime. <laughs> just in the early 2000s, in the mid-2000s, taking you in the Wayback Machine, people used to steal from uh, American Apparel. Like, it was a thing people mm-hmm. did. My girlfriend used to steal me jeans. Not me. It was awesome. My girlfriend at the time. And it was great. I couldn't afford those $80 jeans. You were adult. This is totally down that trope. Like, during those days, too, in an American apparel, you would find, this is like early 2000s, you would find like a stack of these like Vice magazines, right? They They were were free, Rowie. You weren't stealing (laughs) Yes, James. Thank you for interrupting me to tell me that brilliant piece of news. So you got them and they were free. Yes. And so what happened was I was like, I, on, I was like not in Toronto. I think I was actually in New York and I was in some like boutique and they had Vice magazines and they also had like a bunch of other magazines in the store, Good housekeeping. but I thought they were all free. <laughs> and then I like just swiped like a bunch of them. And then I this grabbed, guy wasn't I in the store, he's at a fucking dentist. <laughs> bought nothing in the store. Like they just gave me some stickers and shit. 
And then I don't know what happened, but I made it out with two of these magazines. And one was like, you know, three or four bucks. One was like a little bit more than that, whatever. It came out to be like, you know, a pretty good haul. It was a lot more than if like. If you're calling it a haul, you legit <laughs> stole it. It wasn't accidental. <laughs> no. Oh, they accidentally I didn't know. I fell into my free, bag. Like, Vice magazine. Yeah. And this is how we but have he was all of our magazines. afterwards and he realized, hey, these actually cost money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. The cool. fact that he looked down at the price and he was like, this mag's 450 Whoa. <laughs> hey, well, 450 yeah, American, I'd steal that shit too. Because I ran away for it, from it. But, uh, you know, my neuroses doesn't really allow me to go through this, like, you know, stealing kind of thing. Like, I can't. I'll just I like, never when you were a teenager, like, I knew a lot of people who stole, but I was always so terrified of being caught that I never did it. The humiliation of getting caught is, oh, like, maybe if you're, like, 10 and, or 8 and you're a cute little kid. But when you're, like, 16, when those kids were stealing, I was like, oh, I couldn't handle the public humiliation sad. of getting caught. Mm-hmm. I get sad. Like, they're stealing probably Wait, for 16? You're so cool if you're stealing no, at 16. No, you're sad. Like, you'll never get a job now. It's on your record forever, <laughs> you dingleberry. Yeah, you're Winona. Like, you really you really needed that Mark Jacobs sweater, Winona? No, technically, your record goes, oh, in Canada, I, like... Your record uh, goes away when you turn 18. Yeah. yeah. All Not if you're you still stealing because you're, you're so sad. You're from a broken home. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so sad. This is segment's making me sad. <laughs> I accidentally stole a bra once. <laughs> like, were you wearing it? it? I was. <laughs> no, I, I went, I went, is, I went shopping after going to the gym, and I was wearing a sports bra, and so I was trying on shirts, and I wanted to see what they would look like with an actual, like, real bra mm-hmm. on. So I, I got a bra. I put it on. I was trying on shirts. Mm-hmm. Didn't like any of the shirts. Forgot to took the bra off. I don't <laughs> know out. about that. Laura doesn't trust anybody. She I've accidentally this- stolen some underwear from my own house because I'll be putting on a sweater what? I get out of the dryer. And I'll be leaving the house. And I notice there's a static <laughs> cling pair of my girlfriend's <laughs> underwear attached that, to that it. That really means, That's like, fine. that means, like, James actually accidentally wore underwear once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't static if it was I on your actual material. <laughs> no, what is that? Accidentally I brushed my teeth Are you accusing me of not day? wearing underwear? Like, I don't know what this is. Like, I wear Well, you are a fuck boy. I'm accusing you of not wearing underwear. A hundred percent. Anyway, definitely type of James guy. wears underwear every day, but he doesn't always change them. Let's just stop with that, okay? That's even so worse. He's st- so James is also stealing your heart. <laughs> he's stealing the best years of your life. Oh. And, and you also have stolen before because we just did a segment where you stole somebody's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I stole <gasps> boyfriends. Scandalous. <laughs> Seriously scandalous. So here are some other shoplifts that happened from from celebrities. Lindsay Lohan walked out of a jewelry store. With a baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in Russia. She shoplifted a child. Someone's fucking liver. $2,500 $2, necklace, which I think she denied, and then later the charges were dropped. And Megan Fox admitting to stealing makeup from Walmart when she was a teen. Walmart, fuck you. Exactly. Steal from Walmart if you want. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I do not condone <laughs> stealing. Oh, no. Steal from Unless big corporations. Sad. I'm they fine with that. They also don't pay their employees enough. Yeah, don't them. steal from fuck mom Walmart. and pop shops. Don't steal from a convenience no. store because those are owned by... But if you want to steal from a big corporation, Oh, my sure. God. No. Just don't, no, don't, I don't, don't agree with that. Because no. people that get fucked <laughs> are just the every person who fucking works there mm-hmm. and who gets even shittier wages and gets even shittier benefits there 
Who who do you think? Do you think the fucking do you think when you people go mat on mass and steal from Walmart that the fucking CEO is like, oh my god, honey, we're not gonna be able to go to you know, They're not paying the workers above summer. minimum wage. There's a minimum wage that they can't make it lower. So that's what Walmart does. So steal from all you want. Benefits. <laughs> don't they take James' advice. They can you don't do want to ruin all your... kinds of things to fuck you there. You don't oh, want yeah. to ruin Walmart and all their great benefits they give their minimum wage employees. They do give they do give benefits there and they give a lot less now that you fucking stole that underwear, <laughs> fucker. So here's some weird facts of things that people have stolen. Uh, in New Zealand, a guy went to an exhibit in Auckland and he took two dead toes off of a cadaver valued at $5,500. Oh my God. I- Each? <laughs> Twenty-seven fifty. That sounds like toe. my kind of guy. Wow. <laughs> uh, some other douche went to. What the fuck? <laughs> he uh, illegally took five tons of ice from Patagonia's Jorge Mont inside the national park, which he planned to sell as designer ice cubes to bars. Probably would have melted by the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Left. Yeah. Uh, Forty-six thousand dollars worth of cheese was stolen from a semi-trailer in 2017. Guess where me. it happened? Sorry. <laughs> Quebec. Nope. In the states, uh, Florida. I thought, was, I thought someone said America. Think I of wonder, cheese. Like, didn't someone Wisconsin. steal a bunch of Wisconsin? In, can, didn't someone steal a bunch of maple syrup recently in Canada? That was about that was worth a lot of money? eight years ago. It was uh, recently. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not playing like maple ago. syrup. It was fucking a few years theft. ago, and it was in Quebec. Yeah, someone that. also stole chicken wings. There was a huge chicken wing heist. Uh, uh, it was right around the Super Bowl when there was a shortage of chicken wings. Mm-hmm. So he's selling chicken wings out of the back of his trunk. Thomas Harvey, the pathologist who did Albert Einstein's autopsy, took a piece of his brain. <laughs> Another person for D. <laughs> okay, D, I've got a question for you. You're being courted by two eligible bachelor people, okay? Mm-hmm. One of them has a toe. One of them has a little <laughs> shtickle of brain. <laughs> Which one do you go with? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh... It's such a tough choice. <laughs> That's why we asked the questions here. Yeah, wow, really you know what? I'm going to go, uh, you know, like, what do the toes look like? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to go, <laughs> the brain has like? gore factor, you know what? the toes could be weird let's sex go, stuff. Let's go, what? let's go That's here. Let's, because the brain, the brain is pretty special. Let's, let's say that. I mean, it's going to be the big toe and it's a perfectly, it looks fucking perfect. <laughs> I'll go with the toes. Yeah, D likes feet. I like feet. Yeah, she likes digits. (laughs) There you go. Uh, It brings a whole new meaning to the word, give me them digits. You know what I'm saying, guys? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) No, I would go, I I mean, like, I prefer my feet attached to living, breathing people, but... (laughs) You'll take what it's you can the get. Yeah, that I mean, beggars can't be choosers. I mean, I just saw you. You made a face I've never fucking seen you make <laughs> just when she read the thing. Um, apparently, the doctor who performed the autopsy on Did Napoleon took his penis off, and now it's in a museum in New York. Took it off. <laughs> I'm just going to take it off. Yeah, like a dildo. I'm taking it off. <laughs> I'll take this dick right off. Grab Napoleon's dick and put it in your pocket. <laughs> Save it for a rainy day. <laughs> Nobody's following you. 
<laughs> you're following families with children. Yeah, you're stealing families, and you're worried that people are just spreading rumors about the, the crazy lives that you're telling. That's a song by Lindsay Lohan, in case <laughs> our listeners didn't know. Her one song. I think that her and Paris Hilton both have I'm, a song. I, I know everybody who's only ever had one song. I know all of them. <laughs> yeah. You got that Jennifer Love Hewitt yeah, question. Yeah, I did. Uh, fucking rumors. <laughs> Love them. Let's spread a rumor about James right now. <laughs> He's a, he cares about women and himself. <laughs> uh, rumors. Celeb rumors. Lies. Bad reputations. Well, if you think people are whispering about you, they probably are. <laughs> uh, Twist magazine. Good for you. Yes! Twist Magazine is heavy on the rumor mill in this particular issue. They've got a whole article about uh, are they whispering about me? And it's not like people that have tinfoil hats on that are inside <laughs> of like dark apartments, you know, that <laughs> underground. This is about, you know, regular people like Christina Aguilera and Alyssa Milano that have been bullied. They're just like you and me. <laughs> Stars, they're just like us. They are. And these are some of the things that plague regular people. But more importantly, they play celebrities, which was my point. It's like, that's a real issue here. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the article is, uh, it, you know, it talks about why, why are they whispering about you? You know what? It doesn't matter. They're saying, have the last laugh. <laughs> <laughs> For example, if you're Christina Aguilera, you can look at your platinum gold records and have a little giggle. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're 13-year-old Jessica from Ontario, just laugh with your bully. God. <laughs> oh, my this God. This is terrible advice. I know. <laughs> Uh, you know what I do? Like, if I feel like I'm on the bus or something and, like, people might be laughing at me, what I do is I grab my nuts, like, and I start scratching my nuts. Wow. And if they're talking about <laughs> me, right, then they're going to laugh even harder, no matter what, because they'll be like, oh, look at this piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. And then I start scratching oh my, my nuts. God. They're going to laugh at me. So, you know, I certainly haven't laughing laughed at, you. at anyone scratch their nuts <laughs> on, the, on this public transit. Uh, you got to do it the <laughs> right way. I, so, yeah, you got to do it the right way. But then, if they're not laughing at me, still accomplishing the scratching of the nuts. <laughs> I hate when there's scratching. all these rumors about me that I'm too successful and too good at sexing ladies. <laughs> it's like, there's stop saying that I'm just good enough at sexing ladies. I, there oh are women out there who do like the look of Steve Bannon. Oh, oh my God, uh, yeah, Steve Bannon. This is rumor that I just give women too many orgasms. <laughs> like, I gotta get things done. But he just gives me all these orgasms all the time. So the second uh, piece of advice is revamp your image. So, you know, for example, if you're Courtney Love, you temporarily quit drugs, have a shower, and start dating uh, good boy Ed Norton. Eddie! Old Eddie Spaghetti! <laughs> yeah, or if you're just a regular person, just clean your fucking act up. <laughs> just take responsibility for the things you've done. Look in the goddamn mirror. And, start you know, dating clean the guy it up. that works at fucking north of Brooklyn or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third piece of advice they have is stand up for yourself and demand respect from the other person. So, for example, Alyssa Milano took someone to court when they posted nude photos of her on the internet. I never knew that. Yeah. Me either. She took them right to court. But if you don't have money to take someone to court, perhaps you should have never posed nude for that picture to <laughs> begin with. I'm actually kind of an exhibitionist, so I would totally do that too. And get, I would really get off when they were doing like the exhibit A and the whole jury was <laughs> oh checking God. it out and oh shit like God. that. I'd be staring at the jurors being like, yeah, you're like, all, you're I not see you all I see is you like sitting in the courtroom and you just put your feet up and like have your hands behind your back as you're watching <laughs> the jury look at your drunk. You would 
be awesome because like there's also the possibility that I could be making money out of the situation too. Right? <laughs> oh my god! I would like to again address these rumors out there about me that I give women orgasms too quickly. You can, there's rumors that he spread. You can have multiple <laughs> orgasms. It doesn't matter if I make them happen really fast. They're called rumors for a reason, people. <laughs> so the mag, the mag also has a fact or fiction section where they review celebrity rumors, lame ones like, "Did Ben Affleck take his pants off?" <laughs> and the hard hitting. Do Tom Cruise and Penelope Cruz go potty together? <laughs> but fuck that, because here is a list of my top five favorite celebrity rumors. Yes. Number one, Angelina Jolie fucks her brother. <laughs> do you guys remember that one? Yeah, I do. The 2000 Oscars. She raved, I'm so in love with my brother right now. And then they shared a long, lusty kiss on the lips. <laughs> it was so awkward. Yeah. Her response was, she tossed the rumors and, you know, to the side and said, I don't know if it's divorced families, but he and I were each other's everything. We've always been best friends. He's the funniest, which now leads to a new rumor I'm spreading that all children of divorced parents have sex with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Does anyone have divorced parents here that can confirm? Just that? me. <laughs> no, Rowie's parents are divorced. Oh, yeah. Hey, what up, Rowie? <laughs> hey. You guys can screw each other. Oh, too. you well-adjusted <laughs> assholes. All right. There's another way you can't tell me and James is apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have so much in common. Their DNA is always mixed together. Uh, Courtney Cox bleaches her anus is another one. So this Jill Soloway, who's now a, a creator of Transparent, wrote a short story in the early 2000s called Courtney Cox's Anus. <laughs> asshole. I like how you said Cox and anus. Cox's together. asshole. Published in Exquisite Corpse magazine. The story told from the perspective of Quirks, called Quirks. <laughs> Cox's personal Courtney Cox's horse cock <laughs> endless calls from tabloids about whether her boss bleaches her asshole or not can you imagine that job no I said no um, alright number three Marilyn Manson this is a double tie from a tie for number three he did it Marilyn Manson plays Paul Pfeiffer on Wonder Years yep. Yep. and Marilyn Manson gets ribs removed so he can suck his own dick <laughs> he got two ribs removed he doesn't get them all the time like maybe just a couple I've gained some weight and you get like three or four more <laughs> yeah, they grow back I he actually said once if I could remove if I would have removed my my ribs and I or if I was able to suck my own dick, I'd never leave my house. He actually, I have a quote here, your marks. If I really got my ribs removed, I would have been busy sucking my own dick on the Wonder Years instead of chasing <laughs> Winnie Cooper. Uh, well, I mean, like, what else? Paul never chased Winnie Cooper. That was the Fred Savage. <laughs> the Fred Savage. All right, number four. Corny Love kills. Kurt, Kurt Cobain, Cobain. Mm -hmm. a classic. Oh, Entire documentary about it. Classic conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. And this is the last, this is not the first time this has been mentioned on Girly Mag. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. This is the last but not say. least, the Citizen Kane of celebrity rumors. <laughs> I know what it is. Richard Gere puts a <laughs> gerbil up his butt. <laughs> Throwing so, to one of our episodes. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, throughout the 80s, there were accusations of gerbiling. <laughs> <laughs> i.e. coaxing a live gerbil into your rectum for the purposes of sexual pleasure. Because guinea pigs are too big. <laughs> and uh, so this one, it was for haunted several D-listers, but it permanently latched onto Richard Gere, <laughs> who was allegedly rushed latched to the hospital on. for emergency rodent removal. <laughs> Hearsay ballooned as someone faxed dozens of Hollywood offices a fake ASPCA press release claiming that Gere had <laughs> abused a gerbil. <laughs> Anyways, and uh, he denies it. 
I don't know if he's ever acted, this is a real quote, but he said he got more grief from people over the years for the stupid gerbil than he did for making the Mothman prophecy. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> think about a fucking gerbil's life, okay? Your biggest thrill is running around in that wheel. If you have the chance <laughs> to go into empathy. the anus of a movie star, yeah, that's right. I would do it too. I would I mean, do it too. It's so it's so peaceful in the mansion for the rest him. of your life. You didn't coax. Him. It's so peaceful in there because he's a Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with your life? Why you gotta mess with mine? Don't keep sweating what I do. Cause I'm gonna be just fine Check it out If I wanna take a guy Home with me tonight It's none of your business And if she wanna be a freak And sell it on a weekend God, that song's good It is good Guys, probably the one The one of us Girly Mags Who has the worst reputation it's here. It's the fuckboy James. For <laughs> sure. Well, for sure the fuckboy James. I have all those rumors about me that I'm too good at giving ladies <laughs> orgasms. Second place, who do you think we should give it to? I think Andrea. She's <laughs> definitely, definitely got her name written on a couple bathroom walls. Oh, yeah. Dude, if she had a Really? Is she that bad <laughs> Her rumors were set right by her school her like principal. That. <laughs> That's how fucking bad of a rap Andrea has. Bad kid. Guys, if you see the, the two words Andrea fucks on the bathroom wall, <laughs> you're going to you're going to gonna call the number right under Andrea has a reputation that she's fucked in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. Sorry, guys. Well, wow. We're going to really see obviously this is a tr- this is something up that's up for debate. So, the great settler of the debate here is always the quiz from Teen Magazine. <laughs> Twist. Twist. <laughs> I know. I was joking, guys. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, so Twist, you got the last word, and we're going to find out if Andrea has a bad rep. Is it just like, do you have a bad rep? Yes or no? <laughs> well, there's, there's, there's three criteria. Oh. So it's kind of like one of those choose-your-own-adventure-style quizzes where at the end, we figure out Andrea's true destiny. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andrea, have you ever spilled a major secret? Yes. You, <laughs> it was multiple choice. <laughs> yeah, well, so you're like, yeah. yep. yep. Okay. So, do you spend a lot of time in detention? Oh, yeah. School principal. I was suspended like three times a year. I can see that. Okay. <laughs> so, this follow-up question is fucking asinine. I don't understand why this would be the follow-up question. It seems so <laughs> obvious. Do you like to play by the rules? If you spend what? all that time in detention. Yeah. Clearly, I'm going to say... This, this, I'll say yes, because for the most part, I didn't like what? shoplift. I didn't do anything really that got me that in jail. Line. I smoked weed and like bad mouth. Like, and you wore like, a trench coat. <laughs> and I wore a trench coat and I was bad, but I wasn't bad in the way that like some kids are bad. So I would say that for the most part, yeah, I played by the rules. I just did a little, some bad stuff. So we'll say no. We'll say no. But what Does were you it? doing to get the detention? We'll say you did like play. Mostly I say you don't, you don't like playing by the rules. So she said yes. You which said is yes. Why and then I'm she just said no. Okay, fine. Right no, I don't play by the rules. See? Oh, it's fine. You can answer it Look anyway. who's right so in the end. Lawrence Preston. Final answer? Final answer, Bob. No, you don't play by the rules? No. <laughs> I don't, okay, well, fine, no. Yeah. Sounds like she's playing by the rules of this <laughs> quiz, just saying. <laughs> no, she's no, but Roey's not. <laughs> you know who's not playing by the rules of Patience Prusky? <laughs> Patience Prusky, my daughter. 
It's amazing how impatient Presky is because really, if she didn't complain, she would know that we're actually at the fucking end of the quiz. <laughs> I know we are. I've known for twelve minutes. <laughs> so, well, that was Andrea. pretty fast. No, there's one more question. No, there's not. We're at the end of the quiz. Oh, don't tell me how to do my job. All right. <laughs> Anyways, bad behavior. You are badly behaved, Andrea. Ooh. And what that means is that. You'll admit it. You've made some mistakes, which, to quote you, is that's exactly what she said. I've had my fun. But <laughs> even though you've changed your ways, <laughs> you can't seem to shake your shady reputation. <laughs> <laughs> well, actions speak louder than words, so read on to find out how to show everyone the new motherfucking badass you, Andrea. The only reps I care about are the kind Wait, of crush at the gym. I don't yeah, know what read this read on. on is. I'm read fucking on. reading the magazine, guys. Yeah, I got no, one you're not job. On. That's all I'm doing. I don't interpret shit. That's it. They tell you you're, you got trouble. <laughs> they don't tell you how to fix it. That's the problem with these magazines. I like the fact that it finally got addressed and everyone treats me like shit on this fucking podcast. <laughs> that is really, that's a destructive fucking impression right there for a young, ch- a young person. You're bad. You know That's what? what this fucking I, told me. I told you before You're how bad. to take care of it. Look, I I actually took pride in kind of having a bad reputation. I don't know. I Like when I was a teenager, people were like, oh, she's bad. She doesn't live at home. She smokes weed. But I was always a fucking A-plus student. Mm. Never got in trouble with the you know police or anything like that. Got in a couple fights, mostly based on like, I, I would never bully or assault anybody. But if they like tried to fight me if I they tried to fuck with me i'd fuck anybody. with them yeah i fucking beat their ass so i was kind of like gia mahan or uh what's her face marla so Sol- stephanie's friend in full house kind of like a bad kid like that what about you guys did you have any bad reps nope i'm perfect <laughs> <laughs> again just gave women too many orgasms <laughs> all over the place so many orgasms I was such a wallflower for most of it that I don't think I had any kind of reputation because I was a fucking ghost. <laughs> oh my god! Gu- guys, just for the people listening, I'm not. This is this is this is not about my reputation in the past. This is about my current reputation. It's very important to me that everybody <laughs> knows that the guy who keeps fucking going on about the giving the girl the orgasms <laughs> is not Rowie. That's James. <laughs> right? That's James. Yep. That's Every James. Every time it's been him. That's James, not Rowie, who gives girls orgasms. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodness me, is it that time already? (laughs) I feel like we just got here, but it's time to say goodbye. Girly gang, I fucking love you. And you know what? Not only am I doing the outro today by some anomaly, but I'm also up for the challenge that these young people have fucking given me. They don't think I can fucking do the outro. They say, like, oh, don't help him. He doesn't know the Twitter handle. Don't help him. Prove me wrong, Rowie. Prove me wrong. I'm doing pretty good because this goodbye is coming straight from my heart, James. I don't need a Twitter handle. I don't need a fucking Instagram. I'm thanking these people for listening to us from the fucking bottom of my last fucking dropped testicle, buddy. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, the handle is... Girly mags something. Just search. (laughs) If you don't know how to use a fucking search bar by now, you got problems. If you don't know search bar, 
<laughs> Anyways, I, Young Manischewitz, want to say on behalf of these beautiful people, we have Andrea, we have Prusk, Pruskatitious, Lawrence Preston, <laughs> we've got Dr. D, we've got Marilyn Mansplain, the king of fucking something, I really haven't figured out what yet. <laughs> Giving ladies <laughs> orgasms, we've gone over this that several times. Would be that, I would be that. And yeah, we want to thank you for listening. Definitely fucking subscribe to all our shit. Keep listening to us religiously and fucking write in. Give us some fucking dirt. Tell us like some crazy shit that you've done. Make it anonymous and give us give us the juice. Girly we bags. need some juice. Girly Let us squeeze your Exists on iTunes at Girlies. If you can send something in that shocks even me, I will send you a sticker for a McDonald's cheeseburger. <laughs> She's stolen it back. She's stolen it back and is reselling it on the streets. Yes. If you can somehow cross, you know, dismembered appendages with erotica, you got D's heart right there. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Oh, and our our Instagram is girly.mags and Twitter is girly underscore mags. Let's just leave. I want to go. Bye. 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 Bye.